Welcome to Books and Bisexuals, where we talk about books that we've read, that we love, and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. I'm Brianna. I'm Nikki. And we're back. We're yeah. back. We took an extra week off because we just weren't feeling it. Yeah, I. it was it was <laughs> a very inadvertent week yeah. off. Like, I woke up last Monday, and I had gotten a bit of a cold the week before, and I woke up that day, and I was just like not great and so I texted Brianna mm-hmm. I was like um can we reschedule can we reschedule can we just, and then I was like let's just cancel it. yeah like, and it, so it was funny because I think what was it the day before or two days before I was like so do you want to come over tomorrow and record or do you want to come over and have coffee or yeah. and, and you we were, were like, like let's, let's just, just have coffee. coffee and so we actually weren't planning on recording yeah. anyway but then when I woke up not feeling well and Brianna also had a uh, headache, headache yeah um we were just like all right no never mind yeah. Um, I've been taking pretty consistently vitamin D. Yeah. And then we ran out of it. Mm. And it just, like, didn't get to... Yeah. We were going to go to Costco for it because we thought that it was, like, cheaper. And, like, overall, yes. Because each pill is, like, 10 cents Right, or but, so like... like <laughs> but the I, bottle's huge. <laughs> yeah. It's Excuse literally me. 365 pills. So, like, it's a full year's supply. How much was that? Uh, not even that. Like, 10 to $15. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, all of the, Fuck. if you get, like, Kirkland brand, which usually is as good, if not better, oh, than, yeah. like, all the other brands, um, I, you're I trust go. Kirkland brand. Yeah. I trust Kirkland. Stamp of approval. I could be a commercial for mm. Kirkland. Yes, I could. I could. <clears throat> Kirkland. Anyone? I could. Bueller? Are you listening? <laughs> Costco, can you hear us? Costco, can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) So we just, like, I didn't have it for a while, and um, I didn't realize how much it had actually taken down, like, my headaches and stuff. Oh. Um, So I've been getting, like, a bunch of headaches on Friday. I had a migraine, and I was just like, no, Mm. like, I hate this, so. But you got it back. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, taking my vitamin D again, because it's very important for Canadians to take it year-round, but especially in the winter. winter. Yes, friends. We do not get enough vitamin D even in the summer. No. No. Doesn't happen. That's um, the unfortunate part of living above north. the, like... Whatever. Yeah, whatever meridian. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, I forget what fuck. it is, but we're above it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and it's funny because, like, at least in the HRM, up until... I like don't know, this four days week ago, or this something. weekend, we yeah. had zero Nothing. snow. No, Absolutely snow. none. It flurried, like, maybe twice. Yeah. But then we had, like, nothing. And, like, everywhere else is, like, it's winter time. Yeah, like, I have a friend that lives up just past Truro in yeah. the snow belt, and, like, for a month, she's been posting on her Snapchat, About, just, like, she's yeah. like, we live in a snow globe. Someone shook the snow globe again. And it's, like, we With have nothing. nothing. Like, nothing. No. And then the other day, it was like minus seven feels like minus fourteen, yeah. and there was like two or three inches of snow on the ground. It's funny because, like, yeah. you know, they measure snow in centimeters, <laughs> but, but I, I still say, like, do inches. It inches. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about that. We Tristan and I talk about like metric versus imperial all the time, mm-hmm. and how it's funny that there's like certain things that we still use in imperial, like oh, yeah. Weight, like I talk about weight in pounds. I talk about height in feet and inches. Yeah, yeah. I I know my weight in kilograms, but like I, no one else knows. Didn't I always in have to Google it? Yeah. Oh, I I'd have to Google it now because it's changed. But yeah, and I know my height in metric. I don't know that either. One hundred and sixty-five <laughs> centimeters. Oh, I'm sure I can figure it out because like a foot is 
however, 12, 30, 30, 30 oh my God, years. words yeah. and numbers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yes, we're here. Yeah. Did um, you have a good holiday? I had a great holiday. I did. Yeah, yeah. it was lovely. Um, I was off teaching for two weeks. Um, so we, we had grand plans of doing a lot of like home repairs and mm. stuff like that. And we did one. Yeah. Um, we got the hall closet done, which is, that was the big one. So like the rest of them, it's like draw, little bits of drywall repair and right. paint the yeah. stairwell. Like that's fine. But we completely demolished that hall closet and then rebuilt it. Yeah. Painted it, rebuilt it. Um, <clears throat> so that was an adventure. Um, but it's so nice now because nice. the old the old furnace chimney stack ran up through that closet. Oh yeah. And when we got rid of the oil furnace, we got rid of the chimney stack, which is why Andrew and his dad were on the roof that day when I got my concussion. Right. They were taking yeah. the chimney stack out. Um, and so it gave us like an extra, I don't know, 16 inches. Which is in like that a closet. lot in storage. Yeah. Especially because um, you've got a like floor to ceiling as well. Like yeah. The square foot of Yeah. That. It was yeah. great. And so we painted it. We filled the holes. We, re- we put just like shelves straight across mm-hmm. now and I bought some little bins and stuff different bins at uh, Ikea nice. and so now everything is specifically organized into like candles are in one thing and vacuum stuff is in mm-hmm. one thing and now we can put our towels in there and I realized we have like four towels so I was like we need new towels <laughs> yeah um but I no. um am a huge fan of bath sheets oh because they're they're much bigger they're so they huge. they're huge and they like really and um turkish towels are even bigger than that so like Jeez. yeah they're also like more expensive like right. turkish cotton towels right whatever. yeah but um they're my favorite because they just like wrap around also as a plus size person like i need a bath sheet to actually fit around my body because mm. like bath towels do not right yeah so um to be fair bath towels barely fit me yeah, so. like they're very small. Yeah. I would, I just, I love bath sheets. Yeah. My mom bought me one, I think I was at Mount A. Like, I think that's how old it is. Um, so over 10 years old. Mm-hmm. It can't be. Maybe? I don't remember. But anyway, she bought me a bath sheet. And I was like, this is insane. Like, it's yeah. the size of that floor rug. Kind oh, of. yeah. Like, they're yeah, huge. They're huge. Um, and they're so cozy. Yeah. Yeah, but Andrew uses it because he He's, is a bigger human yeah. than I am. <laughs> He's tall. Um, he's tall. He's six feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, otherwise on the holiday, like we, we did Christmas Eve at my brother Alex's house mm-hmm. and then we did Christmas morning here with my brother Alex, his girlfriend Megan, and then my mom, TJ and Julie and the baby were in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. um, which was nice. And then we did Boxing Day and then we did Boxing Day night at my mom's house with everybody. We played games and stuff. Nice. Oh my God. It was so much fun. Um, I went to Sackville, New Brunswick for a few days to visit Helen, and then um, I got the cold, and so for, like, two straight days, I laid on the couch, watched Netflix, and played The Sims, and I was like, oh my god, this is what I wanted. Yeah. Um, Granted, there were some, like, creative things that I wanted to try and get done over the holidays, but I didn't beat myself up too much for not accomplishing them, because, like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I obviously worked like a bunch. Yes, I came to visit you. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. I saw that you. was actually really funny because my um, manager, like the general manager of our store, came in and was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> and I was oh, like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Victoria, yeah. right?" Because yeah. um, I was in the staff room and I felt I was like, "I don't know if I should be." In Nikki here. was just like so awkwardly standing in the staff room, and I was like, "No, like this is fine. Like it's." It's not, like, a sacred spot or something. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I was the only one on break. Like, we yeah. don't overlap just because we need coverage on the floor. Right. And, like, so it was yeah. fine. But. Yeah, yeah I, I went into the store, and the line to the checkout was, like, <laughs> wrapped around and then down the middle of the store. Yeah. And Brianna was on cash along with, like, four, four other, other people. <laughs> and I was just, like... There's no fucking way I'm going to get to see in, her. In the 10 days before Christmas, we make the majority of our money. Right. For oh, the year. It makes total sense. Like, yeah. total sense. And so I was kind of just, like, awkwardly standing in, the, like, the local book section, just, like, trying to, trying like, to just, like, gauge what I was... Should I get in the... Yeah. And so then I, I, I was like, okay, after, like, 10 minutes, I was like, okay, I'm just going to get in the line. I'll hand it yep. to her over the counter. It's fine. But then when I was in line, Brianna went I on got break. I got break. Yeah. I got off <laughs> and went on break. So. Yeah. So it was perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, how was your holiday other than, good. well, you worked. Yeah. I worked and then, um, we had like Christmas and Boxing Day off. Yeah. Um, so we went to see, uh, Tristan's stepfather, John, um, just like briefly. Cause I literally told Tristan, I was like, I am so tired. Like, I don't want to do anything on Christmas. Like we went, um, Christmas Eve to see my families my brother and mm -hmm. mom um my sister was supposed to come down this week but they canceled Allie's appointment so oh whatever I'll see them shoot. when I see them yeah. <laughs> they live in Cape Breton so yeah um and I know she's been listening because she just followed my um poetry oh. <laughs> account because I didn't tell nice. anyone about it right. like not yeah. even in my family like yeah. I just kind of made it quietly posted told no one like yeah well and she just <laughs> she just followed me actually and I was yeah um she must be listening yeah because she followed because I noticed she followed books and bisexuals as well yeah yeah so I was like oh okay nice yeah. nice she doesn't really post, post. anything no, but, that's fine um and so we did nothing for those two days and then I was just I'm just so tired last week that I was like ugh, oh. like I'm just gonna do nothing and and work and work, yeah. so yeah. Which um, you know, it's good that there's hours. Yeah, we're about to go into our slow period, so like I know that it's gonna drop. Yeah. Um. Oh, Tristan finally got um. He finally has movement on his uh, surgery. Oh. So now they're they have all of his paperwork signed, and they're just waiting for like an actual date to come up. So amazing. It's more than likely gonna be this year, and yeah. more than likely in the next six months. Amazing. So. <gasps> Which oh. we've been waiting for four years for this. So He's and like shoulder, we couldn't control COVID. No. Obviously, like no. that's just it happened, delayed a bunch of stuff. Um, yep. But his, uh, he said that his pain level is like not terrible uh, now. Like it was real high, but then it kind of it evened out, evened out over time, and yeah. he built up all the muscles like around it as well. So. Yeah. So, what kind of, like, rehab, re like, recovery is... Um, so, they said that it was going to take about, like, six to eight months yeah. to recover. He's not going to be able to work at his current job in, during that time. Right. Um, because it's... Labor. They, yeah. They have to, like, 
as far as I can tell, we didn't actually get to talk to the surgeon, so I don't know specifically, mm. but as far as I can tell, they're going to be, like, scraping down some of the bone and, like, fixing tendons and, mm-hmm. like, so yeah. it's it's a major surgery to his shoulder, so. Yeah, yeah Andrew had a shoulder surgery. Yeah, so did my mom. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, we realized how hard it is to say shoulder. Sh- Shoulder surgery without saying shoulder surgery. Yeah, shoulder surgery. Or shoulder surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Shol- shoulder shoulder surgery. surgery. Say that five times fast. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> so hard to say. Yeah. Um, but I read some books and stuff. Um, I have one more Christmas book to talk about that was like, whoo uh, So, but um, now I'm back to just like my regular old romance and I'm loving it. <laughs> Um, I forget if I told you, a friend of mine um, is reading Akatar. Yeah, you did. You texted me. Yeah, and she's uh, she's in book two. Yeah, and I like she'll send me Snapchat updates with just like descriptions and of what's like, going on. I'm and like, read. I know, and like and like predictions and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god! I'm like, I need to read these I for a third time. I'm trying to convince Tristan, like, kind of jokingly trying to convince him to read it because I want to talk theories. Mm-hmm. And I know he's really good at that. Well, and um, Cynthia so. picked up on some of the theories that we had talked about, like immediately. Like, immediately. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I what? have. I oh my god, I'm. Just, I cannot wait for the next books to come out. Like, yeah. I don't even know when they're coming out because I don't pay that much attention. But, yeah. Um, I still excited. haven't read the new Crescent, Crescent City. City. Yeah. Um, Have you read Silver Flames with Nesta? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was funny because I had, like, a whole conversation with somebody at work the other day about how, like, they hated Nesta, and, like, still hated her when they were reading Silver mm. Flames. And I was like, nah, I've kind of always, like, had a, in the back of my mind that, like, she's just being mm. a bitch to, like, protect herself. Right. And, like, so I've always loved Nesta. And then it got spicier, so. Got real spicy. Real spicy. Is Silver there a new Flames one coming out? Spicy. There should be. I'm pretty sure that they're going to come out at a similar time. The I'm, I'm checking new... her profile. What? No. See all results. Sarah. Sarah J. Oh my gosh. J. Why Why is it not the first Sarah to yeah, come out? Yeah, right? I don't understand Instagram. Oh, because it's the real SJ mom. Oh, yeah. Because uh, uh, they're releasing new covers. Oh, yeah, right. Which, which actually like... look kind of nice. They're more like adults. I, I like, I these, like these, ones, these ones. Not these ones. No. These ones look like, um, like James fucking, Patterson. Yes. <laughs> yes. I immediately, no, sorry. I was talking about okay. these ones, yeah. which I don't know which is the blooms, which. These are Bloomsbury. No, they're, well, they're both, both Bloomsbury. But like, does it tell us? Um, the covers on slide one will be available. Canada. Oh, yes. Okay. In hardcover and paperback in the US, Canada, and Wonderful. Australia. And, uh, this, the ones on slide two are paperback in the UK, India, and everywhere else internationally. Okay, good because so we're getting these. Ones. <laughs> Not if the you James look Patterson's them up, ones. I don't like the James Patterson ones. Yeah, I'm still looking. If anyone has like a lead on um, Akatar and like the the old covers, I have book one and I'm looking oh. for book two and three. Yeah, Ooh. I don't have any of them. I only have a quarter of silver flames. Mm. 
Um, I think I bought the I other just, ones on ebook. I'm not a huge fan of the rebrand because they're just like bright and not beautiful. Like these ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're very bright. Which is fine, I guess. But it's not. But it's not fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's but there's nothing on here about any new... Uh, like new releases at any time no yeah the last thing that they posted was about the new covers for throne of glass yeah and she posted that on my birthday yeah that's the last thing she posted which is a while ago yes i yeah. am old yeah old <laughs> i meant old um i just i feel especially old like the last couple days because i was telling brianna i went friday morning i went and i did a weights workout at the gym and if you know anything about weightlifting I did only unilateral lower body exercises Ugh. so I did one side and then the other because mm -hmm. I'm trying to rehab a lot of imbalances and stuff like yeah. that so I was like okay I have to do unilateral for a bit um, and so I, I only did five exercises, two upper body, two lower body and then a core and then I went and I practiced turns for all of seven minutes not even like you know like not long <laughs> like literally just a quick like, yeah like just like here let's work on my turns and that's one of my goals this year is to to be able to confidently do like a pirouette on both yeah. feet um left left foot no right foot yes but so anyway i'm working on it yeah but so that was that friday just literally just takes time and practice yeah it does it <laughs> takes proper repetition yeah so that was friday morning and then friday afternoon i went to a level two contemporary class at 4 30. that was my first first time dancing since december 11th and first drop-in class since november 20th mm -hmm. drop-in classes are very different from like from a like, dance rehearsal yeah. like a performance rehearsal because you're doing so many repetitions and our new studio, like our temporary studio, is a concrete floor. And I forgot that. Mm -mm. And we, it's not like there were a ton of jumps, but there was a lot, a lot of hops. And, and concrete really and concrete hurts. your body. <laughs> yeah, it does. So that was Friday. I woke up Saturday and I was like, oh, I feel the doms. This is good. So then I went and did heels class Saturday afternoon. <laughs> and then I woke up Sunday and I was like, oh. <laughs> My body. Yep. And then I went and did two dance classes Sunday morning. I did level one contemporary, my heart, and then level one jazz, which was yeah. just for like so much fun. Um, but I, I am feeling it. feeling it. I woke up this morning and I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get a workout in. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm not. not. Today's, I'm not a, today's a rest day. Listen to your body. I know. I really need to. Because I took an Epsom salts bath yesterday when I got home. So nice. Yeah. But I still like... Ugh, I am sore. Tristan was sick recently. I bought um, a eucalyptus and I think menthol, mm. like Epsom salt blend. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Really nice. We picked up, because um, we were at Costco on Saturday, we picked up the Epsom mm -hmm. salts and they're just like regular yeah. plain Epsom yeah. salts, but they, they're still good. I yeah. love them. Just make oh. sure you don't, especially with like eucalyptus and stuff, to make sure you don't put too much in because it'll numb your skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're taking like a bath. Um, yeah. Because I know that you can get like um, shower, they're not, maybe they're called like tablets or something. Pucks. Basic, pucks. Yeah. yeah. Where they basically just, uh, it takes a while for them to dissolve in the shower and it releases all the beautiful scents. And yeah. Yeah. I have eucalyptus. Uh, no, it's over there. Mm -hmm. I have eucalyptus essential oil, and so For, like, like diffusers. And yeah, stuff. and so I mean, I could add a couple drops in with the Epsom salts. Yeah, 
but I don't. Yeah. I don't want to slip. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, and for those of you listening, my goal for the next little bit is I have switched to reading novellas. Yeah. Uh, with the hope that my brain gets tricked into the sense of accomplishment <laughs> of finishing a book faster. Because yeah. an 800 page Sarah J. Moss book right now is just not attainable. No. Um, I need to keep my brain really, really like engaged. And, and so, so it needs to be like quicker. Yeah. So it, yeah. the one that I have right now, I don't know if you look, maybe 120 pages or something. I didn't like, look. It's but... not long. Yeah. Um, I'm already halfway through it. Yeah. Um, I also read a few novellas in the recent, mm, like, yeah, the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, um, they're just good. I just like them. Yeah. Like, I think one of the first novellas that I read was about the Titanic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um. Fascinating. Yeah. I fucking love the Titanic. I learned, uh, I was listening to Wine and Crime and they did like a, I can't remember what the theme was, but they talked about the Titanic. Mm. And I learned things I'd never known about the Titanic, which is so funny because it's very much a thing yeah. in Nova Scotia to yeah. like, learn about. But uh, it was just some of the, like, construction and stuff that I had never mm. looked into before. Yeah. So it was really fascinating. Yeah. I I don't know if you saw this, but, like, the 25th anniversary of the movie release just yeah. happened. Yeah. And they filmed part of it here. Yeah. And I guess uh, the last day that they were filming here, there was this whole thing that happened where the entire cast and crew got quote unquote poisoned with like <laughs> drugs. No. I forget what drug it was, but like they were all in the Dartmouth General emergency room. Oh my god. Yeah. It was they thought it was food poisoning from this yeah. chowder, but it turned out um I think it was drugs. Um Somebody I forget like if it was something yeah, or... I forget if it was like PCP or mushrooms yeah. or whatever. But like it was oh my intense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that just reminds me of, this is another thing that happened recently, maybe like, I don't know, fall of last year, mm-hmm. where uh, a woman got arrested because she, along with her caterer, put cannabis in her wedding food and didn't tell anyone. Mm. And um, people were like calling 911 because they're like... I feel so weird. Like, I think I'm going to die. Because, like, if you don't know that you're taking an edible, like, (laughs) you're going to think you're dying. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're you're not going to understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, And so she got arrested for, like, essentially attempted poisoning. Wow. Because no one knew, and it's a Schedule 1 drug or whatever. Is it? It's, uh, so in Canada they changed it, but in the, it was in the States. Oh, So it's still considered federally a... Uh, like a, an illegal, illicit, whatever. Right. Um, Hard well, drugs. Just so it's so ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, do we want to talk about my books that I read? Yeah, I was gonna say I'll talk about like a bit of the half book, like just my impression so far. But yeah, like, yeah, you can start if you want. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about the last oh, wait. Christmas book that I read. Do you have a goal for 2023? Do I have a goal? No. Of number of books? I don't have a goal of number of books. Oh, okay. Um, I, my goal this year is to read more BIPOC authors. Mm. So to go, not go out of my way was what I was about to say, but like to actively pursue books written by BIPOC authors yeah. instead of just like 
randomly choosing them. Yeah. So. So just being more intentional with your book. Yeah. Choices. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm still probably not going to read a lot of male authors. That's just not my jam. But yeah. <laughs> you can't change everything. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, so the last Christmas book I read was a book called Tangled and Tinsel. Um, <laughs> Cute. It is a reverse harem book. Oh, you um, like those. Yeah. It's also a novella, so it was, like, not that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so this book is also written in such a way that, like, it's almost that like you are the protagonist. So the protagonist does have a name, Samantha. Um, <laughs> but like, it's, she's not really described and it's all in first person from like Samantha's point of view. Okay. So like the idea is that as you're reading this, like you're self inserting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically the, the storyline is that, uh, Samantha is a, an interior decorator who is finishing up decorating for Christmas party for one of her like high powered clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and her high powered client arrives at the house along with his three best friends. And they're all like insanely attractive in their own way. Um, their names are Jace, Reed, Alec, and Cole. I cannot remember who is the actual like client because they've all like worked with right. her, you, whatever. Right. Um, but then as Samantha goes to leave, there's like a storm happening and the the way off the mountain is like closed. So mm-hmm. the um party gets canceled. Oh. And then Samantha's <clears throat> just stuck there for the mm-hmm. next three or four days. Right. Um and just stuck there with like insanely hot dudes who like to share between each other. So um, obviously gets Shoot. in. Oh, darn. <laughs> There's this one scene, very, very funny scene, where basically, like, um, to make sure that they have her consent, they tell her, like, think about it. Like, they get, they lay it out for her that, like, they all want to have sex with her right. at the same time. And um, they lay it out, and then they're like, okay, if you're down, come out into the living room with only a t-shirt or whatever and kiss me under the mistletoe kind of right, thing. Right, like very explicit. Yeah, yeah, like this will show us that you are, like you're ready. Yeah. So <laughs> instead what she does is she comes out in head to toe um, like skiing gear that she just borrowed from them because she thinks to herself, like, I need to have a conversation with them first. Like, I need mm. to get, like, more information, right. more boundaries, more, like, whatever. Right. Um, and I'm not going to be able to do that if I walk out in a t-shirt because I'm just going to want to jump their right. bones. Exactly. So she's like, so, I'm going to cover everything. <laughs> she walks out into this, like, roaring fire room, like, oh wearing head-to-toe ski, and then eventually, like, in their conversation, she gets overheated and passes out (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but it was really really Uh. funny um the book was like so spicy uh it was the perfect final christmas read in my opinion right and i literally read this like the 24th so and did you say it was a novella yeah so it wasn't even that long it was a little quick story hour yeah yeah maybe two oh okay but yeah it was a good time nice good so, how many have you read since we last recorded? Six. Well, that's okay. That's not that many. No. 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 I 
Well, and so just in like saying that, like so many people were posting like their like year their, their year round, or, yeah. yeah. And it was like I read fifty seven books this year, and I'm like, that's more than a book a week. Like, <laughs> like I feel like my goal is twelve. Like my goal like is one tw- book one a book month. a month. Yeah, but that feels so little. No, that's a perfect amount. I, just, I I want to read more. I just for whatever reason can't read it's more. It's difficult. I gave up some of my other like pastimes. Pastimes. I suppose. To, to replace it with reading. I I have which been, was probably good for me because the other pastimes were just like endless social media. So. Well, yeah, and like my pastimes are endless TV, but I do that. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm studying. Yeah. I'm studying acting and yeah, production. And exactly. I'm not always, but, like, that's but, my excuse. Um, and then The Sims. This, yeah. So, I just... Maybe that'll be my... Mm, Andrew and I are doing, like, monthly goals. Right. And so, this month, our goal is not eating out mm, um, mm-hmm. unless we're together the, like, the lunch I have today was kind of, like, previously planned. But unless yeah. we're together and going for a meal, but we can go get coffee. Like, if you yeah. and I were going for coffee, like, that's fine. Um, because we saw how much money we spent on takeout last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just recently... I came to the conclusion mm-hmm. recently that we need to plan ahead for December because both of us work in retail Mm. and neither of us want to grocery shop. We don't want to cook. We don't want to, like, we're so tired at the end of the day because even if we're only at work for, like, six to eight hours, like, those six to eight hours are balls to the wall. Right. Like, just insane, really tiring. So I'm like, okay, we need to either do, like, like healthy catering or like something that's not just going to McDonald's every day. Did you know mm-hmm. at Costco they have on their gift certificate wall? Oh, you're gonna sneeze? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I was like, mm. uh, I don't know. It was like coming and then it stopped. So yeah, no, now my eyes are just watering. Well, Nothing's happening. There's Kleenex over there if you need it. <sighs> um. So on their gift certificate wall, mm-hmm. they have. Um, like hundred dollar credits for like Good Foods and HelloFresh, mm. but they're only eighty dollars. Mm, yeah, we also we got like some PS Five ones mm. that were like that, like yeah. PlayStation, whatever. Yeah, it was like a hundred dollars worth of gift cards, but it was like eighty, 80 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So Andrew ended up um, buying. There were like two fifty dollar gift cards to like the Cut Shuck, like mm-hmm. a, a set of restaurants. Um, regular $80 on sale for $70. Nice. Yeah. So we got one of them and he yeah. got one of them. But, yeah. but. I think about that for next year. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, my goal, my, my point in all of this is like maybe the goal for February is no computer games. Oh. Cause he and I both play our computer games a lot. Or like less or something. Maybe don't go like cold turkey, but. I mean. <laughs> There is no less. There is no, no less. I'm a. I'm an all or nothing. Kind yeah. Of person. Um, but anyway, just a thought. Cause yeah. Because I have to pick up. I have to pick out February's goal. Because Andrew picked out January's yeah. goal. Yeah. Yeah. We could have traveled somewhere very nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. <laughs> we basically only spend our like our very small amount of like fun money. We basically spend on food or weed. So like. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and and that is not to say like don't eat out or anything. No, but it was like 
Like I you was constantly at your like, own, yeah, I was constantly like, like, why can't we go anywhere or do anything? And then I looked at the budget thing, and I was just like, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I was like, that's a trip to Greece. Yeah, for yeah. two. Yeah, plus. Yeah. So anyway, so, so yeah. next book. Um, and then uh, December twenty sixth, I went. Okay, great. Christmas is over. (laughs) It's time to just read whatever. And I read two books that day. Um, (laughs) So they're both by Lauren. You were off that day. Yeah. They're both by Lauren Asher. Um, It's The Fine Print and Terms and Conditions, which are the Dreamland Billionaires series. Okay. So. um, What genre? Romance, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Rowan and his brothers, so it's Rowan, what is his last other name? Rowan, Declan, and Cal, um, they inherit shares in Dreamland from their grandfather when their grandfather dies. So Dreamland is essentially Disneyland. Oh, okay. In this world. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, there's barely any difference. Like, it's, it's a theme park that has you know guest attractions and um like what are they called character actors and like that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. like it's it's disneyland called dreamland yeah it's not that who cares yeah (laughs) that's Um, where we're at so Mm -hmm. each receives a condition on their inheritance so rowan's condition is that he has to work as the um head of like like the director of creativity at dreamland for six months yeah uh and make like a meaningful change so this uh insanely rich man (laughs) comes into town (laughs) and starts working there and um basically like meets the other protagonist uh i want to say it's zara it's z-a-h-r-a so it's probably i would say zara yeah yeah, the H makes it... Yeah, like a longer yeah. A. Yeah. Um, and so she is just like sunshiny, bubbly, just really loves Dreamland, really loves her job, like um, is a generational employee. So her parents and grandparents, mm. like they all work there. Right. Um, or just her parents, baby. I can't remember at this point. It's been two weeks. Um, but... Their relationship is essentially her being, like, very kind of gently, like, hey, um, it kind of sucks, actually, for Dreamland employees because you took away their health care and you took away their wages. You haven't raised them in a while and, like, all of these things. And so it ends up being this story of, like, like a, a sweet manic pixie dream girl changing a billionaire's mind from his billionaire mindset into more of, like, a... All for the people mindset. Whoa. <laughs> and I didn't the goal. love that. Oh. <laughs> Which, like, it's fine. That is the goal. Yeah. The goal is to make you realize that, like, people are people. people not, are... not dollar signs yeah. on your end of year tax return yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of, like, eye-rolly sometimes. Mm. Like, it was just, like, ugh, yeah, of course. Like, of course this billionaire didn't consider what taking their health care away would do. Like, right. you know? Right. You were like, I don't care about his point of view. Yeah. Right. Like, Rowan's all like, um, 
like my dad never liked my art I can't draw kind of like yeah and it's like yeah sure you would a shitty because like basically when um when they were youngish their mother died of like cancer or something yeah um and their father who was obsessed with his wife basically became cold and uncaring and a drunk so they're like we hate our father. Part of the reason why they're trying so hard to earn their inheritance by doing these stipulations is because they want the shares that will help them kick their father out of the company. Right. Um, so it was it was cute. I it was like spicy ish. I would say it's like medium spicy. Yeah. Um, but I just the the billionaire who just doesn't understand that people are hurt by his decisions. That was annoying to me. (laughs) Yeah. Especially considering he had a father. Who who hurt people with his decisions. Right, exactly. And he decided to get his father's approval that he would also be a callous, cold man. And it's like, that's dumb. No. But by the end of it, Rowan's like, a changed man. Um, He stays at Dreamland instead of joining his brother at the company, like, so, you know, all's well, all's well that ends well, I novel guess. Novel or novella? It was a novel. Okay. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was kind of, like, I liked Rowan and I liked Zara. Like, I thought that Zara, as much as she was, like, very manic pixie dream girl. Um, what does that mean? Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's this trope that, like, a quirky female solves the male protagonist problems. Oh. Yeah. Manic pixie, pixie dream, dream girl. Gotcha. Um and That's annoying. It is annoying. It's uh it's what's her face from Scott Pilgrim. Um the like main female character that I don't know her name. I've never seen it. I'm gonna see <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> Bless Excuse you me. again. Ugh. Um Scott Scott Pilgrim versus, versus the, the world. world. <clears throat> What is her name? It's Ramona. Oh, her. Yeah. Ramona is the character name. Ramona Flowers. Yeah. And she's very Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in a lot of different... It's a a very common trope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I didn't love it. Right. But it was fine. I just didn't, like, love it. Yeah. And then I immediately read book two. Which, which makes me laugh if you're like, yeah, I didn't love it, but I read book two. Well, because I was wondering if, like, I would like the other brother I better suppose. or, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, book three is not out yet. It comes out at the end of this month, I think. Okay. So so not a long wait. Yeah. Nice. Um, the second book is called Terms and Conditions, again, by Lauren Asher. Mm-hmm. Um, this follows Declan. So um, Rowan... Was the youngest. Okay. Declan is the eldest, and then Cal is the middle. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Declan is the eldest and in line to become the CEO of Kane Industries or Empire or whatever. Okay. That's their last name, Kane. Like Kane or like. K A N E. Oh, yeah. Like the wrestler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. I don't know anything about wrestling. <laughs> I'm a WWF child. Mm. Uh-huh. Before Before World it was WWE. Wildlife. World, yeah, World, World Wildlife, Wildlife Fund was like, no, no, this is ours. Yeah, and so then it became World Wrestling like, Entertainment. Yeah. Which apparently is now for sale. 
Yeah. I saw yesterday. Things are happening in the wrestling world. I my friends, like my like um, cosplay and chill friends, are all very much into wrestling. Yeah, Vince McMahon is still alive. <laughs> Sorry, he's. Yeah. Okay. Again, anyway, I know nothing about literally nothing about wrestling. Five billion dollars. Andrew's like, do you want to buy it? <laughs> no. no. Anyway, no. sorry. No, that's okay. Um, so Declan's stipulation to get his shares of the company mm-hmm. is that he has to get married and have a child. That's mm, it. Is a choice. Um, and when were these books written? Like recently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so Declan's personal assistant Iris, um, who is best friends with Cal. Yep. Iris sets up, like, goes on a bunch of dates uh, for Declan to find him, like, a fiancé. Right. Uh, with the knowledge, of course, that mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, largely just a marriage of convenience. So, like, um, right. getting married because the bride's going to get a bunch of money and Declan's going to get his shares in his father's So, company. like, an 18th century... Pretty much. ...queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... The morning that, or the like evening or whatever where they're going to announce the engagement, mm-hmm. Declan meets this prospective bride and she bolts. She just leaves. We don't even learn her name. She's just not even part of the story. Whoa. She's literally like, nah, I can't do this. And so Iris is like, fine, I'll do it. I'll marry you. <laughs> I'll sacrifice. <laughs> like, we already work so well together. Uh, like, you know, whatever. I'll marry you. I'll have your baby. <laughs> I'll get paid an obscene amount of money because I think it was like millions of dollars that they were getting for it. Um, and Declan is kind of like, I don't know, but there's all these people here, so fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get married and uh, begin having this sort of like marriage of convenience, but at the same time, like... It's almost a little too real for them because mm. they actually do like each other. And, like, Declan's very much trying to, like, like no love whatsoever. He's very much about the business. He's very driven to, like, become CEO and take mm. over from or, like, forcibly remove his father. Um, and so there becomes, like, the conflict in the book comes from the fact that uh, as they're kind of falling in love, Declan still views it kind of as, like, a a business transaction and mm. Iris starts viewing it a little more personally. Right. Um, but that, it was like, it was a cute story. Um, did you like it better than the first one? I did. Yeah. I think I'm going to like Cal's story better. Mm. Um, okay. because Cal's stipulation was that she had, he has to get in touch with an ex-girlfriend. Mm. Um, and like men fences, I guess. I don't know okay. specifically because they didn't like, he hid it from his brothers. Like his brothers told at each other like what their stipulations were but right. Cal kind of hid his wow. so all that they really know is that he has to do something with his ex-girlfriend okay um but I thought it was really fun to have like Cal be uh Iris's best friend as well because they created some tension like in the brothers mm-hmm. where Declan got really possessive really quickly right without realizing that it was because he was already kind of in love with her <laughs> of course of course um and like kind of tried to like intimidate Cal and Cal was like no 
Mm. Like, no, I love Iris as a friend, as Mm -hmm. a sister. Like, I love her. So, like, you can't intimidate me away from her. I'm going to stay her best friend. But also, like, kind of laughing at him because he's like, oh, Declan, like, you're in the shitter now. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You you love her. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. Yeah. So, Um, I definitely did like it better because I think there was just less, like... Like, oh, we're redeeming this billionaire because, like, in this one, mm. um, Iris is just as, like, driven to make sure that his business goes well and whatever. Because, like, she's been his PA for years right. um, and really does love the company and, like, loves where it's going and all of that stuff. Eventually, they, um, I don't think they, maybe they still do work together, but they, like, figure out their shit. But, right. like... There's some some things in there that were a little uh, strange. Like, one of the reviews I read was like, they just sweep this problem under the rug. And they absolutely do. There's this one part um, that happens where Declan's done something to, like, Iris. Like, not, like, anything physical. Okay. But, like, definitely something that if this happened in real life, you wouldn't get over immediately. Right. And Iris kind of just, like, gets over it. And that's weird. Right. But. Where immediately you're like, I'm not over it. And it's not even I know. Me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up, actually. Right. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. And I don't want to say it because it's, like, a, no. a big plot point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like. Yeah. Um, you keep talking. I just want to grab the book because when I talk yeah. about it there's something I want to talk about and I have to reference it yeah um, I should have brought it in. no worries <sighs> um so like I did like it I just uh, I don't know yeah. it like it was fine but these are books that people have been like um really like these Raving. are so fantastic mm. kind of things right and I did find them fantastic mm-hmm. I did find them you know par for the course for my romance reads and like that kind of thing yeah um everyone loves the idea that they could meet a billionaire and change their mind and be billionaires themselves because they marry into it yeah so live in the dream live in the dream (laughs) which is uh white people code for i would like to not be alive anymore if you're like, hey, how's it going? And oh, some yes. white yeah. person goes, living Live the dream. The dream. Mm-hmm. They are not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I read, I wrote them in the wrong order because I had legitimately forgotten that I read this book. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's my first book of Jan- of 2023. But no, it's this it's one. this one. Um, so this was a book that was recommended. Like, I found it through a screenshot on the literature, like somebody took a screenshot oh. of the book and posted it on the literature page being like, wow, this book is so hot. And I read the screenshot and I was like, done. Mm. I immediately went and um, downloaded it. So it's called Beg for It Then. Um, the author is D. Birdie. But all one word. <laughs> D. Birdie. Oh, okay. Um... Because, and their author note says that they go by this name because they don't want their family to read their books. (laughs) Which, after reading this, oh boy, yeah. Yeah. This was a almost 1,000 page ebook, so it was long. Um, Which would be like how many pages in a book? Like 500, 400? I don't know, like, really the conversions, but it would be a longish book. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be like... 
like 200 pages. It would definitely be three to 500 yeah. for sure. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is also, um, it's very obviously a self-published book, which is not terrible. Mm-hmm. I just found a lot of like spelling errors mm-hmm. that I was like, oh. It's so. Like self-publishers can still have editors. Yeah. Come on. And, and it's fine because I just skipped by them. I was like, okay, right. this is what they meant and, you know, um, because I a while ago realized that I was using like grammar to make myself feel better than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like by making, by being like a quote unquote like grammar Nazi or like, you know, whatever. Like I was doing it in an effort to feel superior. Mm-hmm. So I have chosen to let like, go it. of that. <laughs> Maybe I should do that too. I don't think <laughs> I do it, per- like I don't think I do it to purposely feel better than mm-hmm. other people. So that was my thing is like I wasn't consciously being like, oh, I'm so much you're better like, than you. Yeah, you're not trying to be malicious. But... but it was definitely part of why I was doing it. Mm. Um, part of it also was that I just grew up in a house where, like, spelling and grammar and being grammatically correct was, like, important. Yeah. Um, and also, for whatever reason, like, not sounding Nova Scotian. Yeah. Which is interesting that you say that because, like, I grew up in a house where they didn't care about spelling mm-hmm. and grammar and it bothered me that they didn't, they didn't care. care yeah. Like, to the point that I was embarrassed. I was like, I can't bring I can't people bring you around. anywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. it was... Yeah, I was like, what kind of person am I ever going to be with if I have to bring them home to this yeah. kind of thing? And it sounds terrible now. Well, yeah, because it's very much, like, this classist yeah. idea of, like, oh, uh, if I use... <clears throat> Um, like not perfect grammar, yeah. then I'm like lower class or whatever, and that's not true. Yeah. Um. Also, the idea that like A A V E, which is uh, I think it's African American vernacular English. Mm. I think that's what it stands for. Yeah. Um, but like A A V E is a an accepted and well used um like system of talking yeah. and it's not the same grammar rules as like so it it ended up being that I was being both like classist and racist with how specific I was with like like oh I'm not going to talk to you unless you have this perfect grammar and mm-hmm. it was like okay I'm taking it too far it's right. too much so um this was a really good like I loved the book but every time that my brain was like oh there's another one I was like who cares right <laughs> like, yeah it's, you know... Which we've talked about. is like your first thought is society. society your second thought. And then your second thought. is like what yes. you can yeah, choose. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah. It was a very long book, but it was <laughs> very good. <clears throat> so when Briar... So the main character is Briar. Um, she has a princess name. I also love the name Briar. Um, I, I can't think of Briar without like Briar Rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my brain automatically goes, Briar Rose. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, Rose. Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, so Briar, when Briar's 18, her grandmother dies. Mm. And basically everything is taken away from her. Um, through, they don't really, like, really explain it, but like, um, basically someone sues her for her grandmother's inheritance. Mm. And it's not like a family member I don't know. Okay. But she loses the case. Mm-hmm. And the other, the lawyer who was on the other side of her, um, like against her, uh, was called Lachlan Loston, um, which, what a name. Oh. Um, and so she kind of just 
immediately hates him. <laughs> and then like about a year later, she's kind of gotten on her feet again. She's living with roommates. Um, she's like uh, working at this bar and who walks in but Lachlan. Mm. And he sits in her section and she's like, no. <laughs> no, I can't deal with this. Like, you go, like, to a co-worker. Like, you go deal with him. Right. Um, and for the next three years, he comes in twice a week, doesn't sit in her section anymore because, obviously, she doesn't want him there. Right. But comes in twice a week. And then, um, so now it's, like, four years. So she's, like, 22-ish. Mm-hmm. And she didn't get to go to university because, like, her all of her money was taken away at 18 Mm. but she's now gotten herself back to through like working and having the roommates and um she's gotten her back self back to having some savings and just like feeling more secure in her life yeah um and there's this a charity auction that happens at her work um and her co-workers buy her a date with lachlan Okay. Not really realizing that she kind of hates this man. Like, that's the, the reason that she's been ignoring him mm. in the... Um, but they obviously have some sort of, like, connection. Right. Um, that her coworkers... Basically, it's like a charity auction. You you auction off, like, a date. Yeah. And then uh, it's also an entry into this um, scavenger hunt for charity. Mm-hmm. So, like... They do the scavenger hunt, kind of realize that, like, they have a lot of chemistry, mm-hmm. and so they start having sex. Mm-hmm. And she is very much like, I'm not going to have a relationship with this man. Like, it's just, you know. It's just sex. It's just sex. It's right. just a casual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a bit older than her. Like, not super older. Like, less than 10 years for sure. Right. Um... And he is very kinky, and she's also kind of kinky. So mm. this book was very spicy, mm. like definitely on the higher end of the spice level. Um, but it was it was like good and cute. And the the reason that they break up because always spoil her. But I'm not gonna like say it. I'm just gonna say that I was annoyed by it, oh, and then I'll tell you later. Okay. And I'll see if you have the same thoughts that I do. Okay. But I was kind of like. Like, uh, that's not even, like, I wouldn't break up with someone over that. Like, uh, like that's not even a reason. Yeah. Right. I was like, I can understand that this character felt betrayed or whatever, but like, no. Right. Uh, okay. So I'll tell you later. Yeah. 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 You have to read to You find have out. to read it. Um, it was good. I, it was, it's on Kindle Unlimited, so. Hmm. And yeah. Kindle Unlimited's like 10 bucks a month, right? Yeah. It's not included in the Prime membership. No. It's a separate... <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a separate thing, um, but yeah, it's about $10 a month. I'm currently borrowing AJ's, mm. but yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. Two more books. Did you want to talk about yours? Give myself a break for sure. a Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, I'm reading novellas in an attempt to trick my brain into feeling accomplished. Um, and so I went to the library the other day and I just, I was looking for some. So side note, I read a bunch of Terry Goodkind books. Mm. They're fantasy books, Mm -hmm. fantasy novels. I read the, oh God, what was it? Uh, it's like a three word title, Terry Goodkind. 
Witch's first rule. Witch's first mm-hmm. rule? Mm-hmm. Wizard's first rule. Wizard's, Wizard's first, first rule. Wizard's first yeah. rule. Um, um, I read most of that series um, when I was dating Ken. Because he had it, and so I read the first book, fell in love with it. They're huge books. Oh, they are. Yeah. But yeah. then I was reading the rest of them on, like, an ebook bike, like, free yeah. ebook site. Um, so I read most of them. Really, really liked them. And so when I was Googling novellas, I saw that he has a novella series. Oh. But it's funny because, like, books two, three, four, or maybe three, four, and five, or two, three, four, and five are in the Sackville Library, but book one is not. But it's, like, book two, three, and four are these tiny little things. And then book five's like, meh. And I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) That's a full novel. Like, that's a novel. (laughs) That is a, that is a Bible. Like, like, it's huge. So anyway, I put the first book on hold. But in the meantime, I picked up um, In Her Wake by K.A. Tucker. Um, and it's a 10 Tiny Breaths novella. So by the looks of it, it's part of a series, that, like the 10 Tiny Breaths. And so there's, I think, four novels in that book. And then this is a novella. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is written by... Nope, written by K.H.R. I don't talk about books very often. I'm like, what am I doing? Um, so it's about a guy named Cole Reynolds. He's a university student down in the States. Like, he's a football player. And he and two of his friends go to a party, like, the night before finals. Um, I'm not spoiling anything. This is all on the back of the book. Um, and Cole was supposed to be the designated driver. Right. He had one too many beer. And so he was like... I can't drive home. Like, what are we going to do? He was stressing about finals. Um, And so his friend, Sasha, is like, no, dude, like, I'm fine. I have been drinking water all night. Like, I'm totally fine. I'll drive. Yeah. So he drives home. Their friend Derek is in the backseat. They're just, like, all talking and whatever. And then all of a sudden, Cole wakes up on the pavement. And there's a paramedic talking Mm. to him. Um, and we find out when he goes to the hospital, again, I'm not spoiling anything. It's on the back of the book. Um, when we, when he goes to the hospital, we find out that, um, Sasha and Derek both died on impact because neither of them were wearing seatbelts. They very were ejected. Yeah. Seat very belt. important to wear your seatbelt. They were both ejected from the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were driving a large vehicle. They collided head on with an Audi sedan with five people in the car and killed four of them. Oof. Um, the only survivor from that car was a 16-year-old girl. Um, her whole body was just, like, shattered, but she yeah. survived. Um, and so this little novella is kind of just, like, right now, like, his life is kind of imploding. Like, he just, he's so wrapped in his grief and in his survivor guilt. Survivor guilt. Yeah. 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 Um, he should have been driving that night right and you know he was the dd and he shit the bed on that and so it's his fault kind of thing um he tried to go see this girl to apologize and um when she heard who was there she had like a she was like massive panic attack and everything like that um and so like i said to brianna i hadn't read the back of the book before i started reading it and after maybe two chapters I then read the back of the book and I'm kind of sad that I did because I feel like just based on reading the back of the book I know know exactly what's gonna happen um but it's fine like it's it's a it's a easy read kind of thing Mm -hmm. the thing I find interesting is that it's written by a woman yeah but 
And like, I don't know. I feel like, and maybe this is me. I don't normally write male protagonists. Mm. Because you're very much like, write what you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so there are points in this book where the way that Cole thinks, I'm like, I find that so gross that I wouldn't write that. Right. And so like part of one of like the end of one of the chapters. So this was what I wanted to do was um, like he talks about this girl, this 16 year old girl. He's been um, like like constantly just looking at her social media mm-hmm. and like looking at her pictures and kind she's of 16. Yeah. He's obsessing about her. Um, and like, there's this line where it's like, cause he has a girlfriend, Madison. Yeah. And so Cole is like, while I adore Madison's charm, there's something decidedly sexy about a girl who's comfortable with herself talking about the 16 year old. And I'm just like, Mm. I don't think she is, but also, do eighteen-year-old boys think he's twenty? Twenty? Twenty or twenty-one? Like, Ooh. yeah. Oh no! I know. I forgot you said he was college. age. Yeah, he's college age, oh, and so no. I'm just like, mm, mm. ooh, that feels very bad. And the fact that it's written by a woman, I know. So I'm just, <laughs> and there's a couple parts like that where I'm just like. Like, Ugh, like questionable. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, mm. yeah, they just make you feel a little squirmy. Inside. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm going to keep reading it because it's good for my brain to yeah. read it. I have two ebooks on my, like I checked them out on mm-hmm. the, like the EPUB thing. Um, I think I'm going to see if my iPad can get a bionic reader app and like, oh, yeah. I am willing to pay for it. If it means that I can read my books faster. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, I thought I was halfway through. I'm like two fifths through the book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost halfway through, but it's only, what is this? Is this the end of it? Uh, I don't even know. I think that's like part of another one. Yeah. That's like, there's four chapters of a, one of the other books or, uh, oh, it's a new series, Burying Water. And so there are. 133 pages in this oh, book. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, and I'm on page uh, 51. So oh, I'm you're over a third. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'll keep reading it. Hopefully I'll have it and another one done by next week. That is my goal. I think my goal is 20 books for the year. 20, yeah. 20 seems like a good stretch goal. That's like almost two a month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm reading novellas, that is reasonable. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. In Her Way. In Her Wake by K.A. Tucker. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Two more. I'll get better at talking about books. (laughs) Uh, Oh, okay. Um, So this is Back in a Spell by Lana Harper. Um, I love these books. These are the Thistle Grove witch books. So it started with, oh my God, why is my brain not working? Uh, (laughs) Oh, no, I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I can look it up while you talk. Thistle Grove? Yeah. Uh, So, this is uh, a continuation. Like, Payback's a Witch? Yes, 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 yes. And From Bad to Cursed. Yeah. 
So this is book three in this. It just came out. It just came out. Yeah. Mm. Um, I borrowed it from work, obviously. Y'alls. Uh, so this is a, I wrote, my queen is back at it again with another Thistle Grove novel. <laughs> so this book follows Nina Blackmore. Um, so the Blackmores are the family that no one super likes in this mm, series. Right. Because um, this is the one where there's, it's a magical town and there's four, like, like magical factions. families. Right, yeah. Um, and they all kind of control, like, different parts of this town. Right. But every year, every, like, certain amount of years they have, like, a competition mm. to see who's going to be, like, the leading family. Uh, and the Blackmores had one for many many years until uh in paybacks a witch um a different family. a different family wins right so um nina's kind of dealing with the like fallout of the fact that her family is like a little less powerful right now um and she's the family lawyer so she's like mm. um working on the business side where they're starting to see some like differences and changes because uh, they're not like magically boosted anymore. Right. right. <laughs> um, but so Nina, at the urging of her best friend, goes on a blind date mm-hmm. um, with someone who uh, is like not at all who she usually goes for. Like, just not at all what she looks for in a partner. And basically, her best friend is like, get out of your comfort zone, just go on like this one date because she's kind of having bad luck in love and life and whatever. And she's just feeling like she needs to move forward kind of thing. Right. Um, so she goes on this first blind date and it doesn't go great. <laughs> so it's with uh, Morty, who is the non-binary owner of a bar that the Blackmores have been trying to like buy out. Okay. So it doesn't go great <laughs> because he like starts talking shit about her family and she's like, mm, that's my family. And he's like, oh no. Um, so Nina's obviously magical. Morty is not magical. Um, but then that night, Nina has a very vivid dream, question mark, uh, in which she visits a goddess under the lake, which is like, um, a really important magical thing for the, for like the witches of Whistle or Thistle Grove. Right. Um, the lake is like part of their power kind of thing. Okay. Um, so she has this dream where she visits, like, the statue of a goddess at the bottom of the lake, and she uh, wakes up. Uh, her powers kind of go in, like, fritzy. She almost burns down her family estate. And then Morty shows up and is like, why can I do magic right now? Like, M- Morty shows up and is like, what is this? And he, like, conjures a witch light. And um, she's like, oopsie doopsie, I think we've been witch bound, which is basically like the witch version of like marriage. Oh. Um, and she's like, I don't know how this happened without either of our consent. So like he can access her, her magic power. almost. Right. Um, basically. Is he here they? Well, so it's he they. Oh, okay. Um, but they mostly in the book refer to Morty as he. Okay. Uh, which I have thoughts about as mm. well. Because, like, why make a point of saying that they're non-binary if you're not going to, like, make them non-binary? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now Nina's like, okay, so my magic's on the fritz. I'm suddenly, like, witch-bound to this person. Um, and she starts to teach him magic as they try to figure out, like, what's happening mm. and why her magic is crazy. Right. So... It, it was very good. I definitely have preferred the other two books. Right. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it was a good book, and yeah. I, I liked seeing Nina and Morty get together. Um, I didn't love that, like, Morty felt more male than non-binary, mm-hmm. like, even throughout the whole book. And maybe it was just, like, I was thinking of him as more male, or them as more male, like, but it just, the book really presented them as Male. Male. But said non-binary. But said non-binary. Which, like, again... Which is fine. You You don't owe anyone anything. No. (laughs) Just not how you pictured them. Just, yeah. I was expecting to um, read a book that was, like, a little bit more... I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it without being, like, mean. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know what you... I think I know what you mean, though. Because, like, the other books have been fantastic for, Mm -hmm. like, allyship and, like... um, the the first book was just I immediately fell in love with it, like purchased right. it, um, which I rarely buy books right now. Yeah. Um, and I just like needed to own it. The bisexual like representation was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so I think I was just like expecting more mm. from this non-binary character that I didn't really seem to get. Where from it the almost book. felt performative of just saying this is a non-binary yeah. character, but not. But then at the same going- time. Is it not, like, performative to make them, like, aggressively non-binary? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know. So, yeah. Mm. I just, Mm. I didn't, by the end of the book, like, I didn't get the sense at any point that uh, Morty was viewed as anything but a man. And that was weird for me. Right. (laughs) Because I do know non-binary people in my life that are very much just, like, I don't think of gender when I think of them because right. they're they're not they're just not you right. know, yeah. um, and I kind of wanted to explore that more in the book with like I just wanted Nina or Morty to like even have one conversation about it and they just like didn't, didn't. and I get why that's fine right, but I don't right. know it's like the whole Shit's Creek thing where it's like you know David is pansexual very pansexual yeah and like that's never. It's really only a conversation. It's only a conversation one time, and and it wasn't even a conversation in which it was like explicit. Like they, it was well, talked about as like wine. Like I like the well, yeah, wine, I like the, the label. I like the wine, not the label. Yeah. But um, in one of the later seasons, there was a conversation where, um, man, this is kind of a spoiler. So David is seeing somebody, mm-hmm. and there's a conversation with his parents where they think that they did something wrong that he couldn't tell them right. so like they don't care that he's gay they're yeah. they're just like how did we make him feel like he couldn't he could tell, tell us yeah kind of thing yeah that's, that's kind of it like that's kind of the only that and yeah the one not the label yeah like, that was kind of it yeah um love shit's creek oh, so good <laughs> i know i know helen my friend helen just watched the last two episodes yesterday and she was the lovey family can do no wrong i think they're just so good they're so good and then she was like did you watch the like the oh my god farewell special i was like of course (laughs) i I cried the whole time i think i watched it twice yeah so now i'm like maybe i need a schitt's creek rewatch yeah Mm. Mm. it's very good yes um so yeah canadian television yeah yeah so I liked it, but I didn't like love it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Which, then I, you know what? This actually, I, I was gonna say, it's kind of good that 
You're not loving every book? Because, like... I know, because for a while it was just like, I love it. Yeah, and it's like, maybe... It's like, are you being critical? No, I'm just kidding. Well, Um, no, I thought that where I was like, am I just a person who just, like, loves everything? And then I read a few books that I didn't love, and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, no. I just... I just you know just myself, to, right? And I know what I'm gonna like, right? And so I basically only choose those, those. titles, which is probably good then that you're doing different like month yeah. challenges where yeah. you reach out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then you find the ones you don't like. Anyway, I'll stop talking. Um, okay, this one's funny because <laughs> so remember how not even that long ago I read two um, novellas from. Allie Hazelwood. Yeah. Um, that were like STEM novellas. Yeah. Because I got them in like my ebooks and I had requested them through the library like a what like forever ago. Right. So you're like, I'll read them. Yeah. Um, and I was waiting for the third one to come out yeah. uh, called Below Zero. Well, the other day I walk into work and what is on our front table? But Below Zero. <laughs> Allie Hazelwood. Uh, the collection of all three of these novellas in one book called Loath to Love or Loath to Love You. Can't remember what it exactly is titled. I'll look it up. Um, But so they just released these three novellas in one book. So like they released the third one but then all as one kind of thing? Yeah. So like the third book basically came out in this collection of novellas. Okay. Uh, I don't yeah, Loath to Love You is yeah. the, the three of them together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love Theoretically. I don't know that I've read that one. It's also a twenty. Oh, it doesn't come out yet. It comes out this year. Yeah. Um, Looks good, though. Mm. She writes a or they, I don't know what their gender is. They write a lot of, um, uh, like, STEM novels. Um, she, um, okay. so Allie Hazelwood is the pen name of an Italian neuroscience professor and writer of romance novels. You know what? That makes what? sense. What? <laughs> sure. I don't know how they have the time. I don't know uh, how she has the time to write what she yeah, writes. No but, idea. Um, they've been great because like you don't read a lot of like STEM academia, like romance. People don't often no. write romance. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really good. But, um, so it was funny to just like have literally two weeks ago been like oh I gotta read these because I'm never gonna be able to like get them again from the library and then to just find out that they actually released like the collection and I could have waited literally two Two weeks weeks. to read them which is fine um so I read below zero Uh and this follows uh Hannah and Ian um and basically all of Allie Hazelwood's um stories are uh enemies to lovers right whether love that's to love you yeah right. whether that's um like miscommunication so like in the love hypothesis he's just really socially awkward um and she thinks that he doesn't like her but really he's just like i can't even talk to you because mm-hmm. i like you so much right so like whether it's miscommunication or like something goes wrong that creates like hatred kind of thing right um <clears throat> so hannah meets Ian for the first time when she's in her undergrad and she has to do a, or her grad school, can't remember which one, Mm -hmm. but she has to do like this informational interview with someone in the field she wants to go into. So um, she fell in love with space and specifically Mars when she was younger and the Curiosity rover Mm -hmm. was sent out. Um, And so she 
basically decides, like, she wasn't a great student, um, but basically decides after she has this, like, moment with the Curiosity rover that she wants to go work for NASA. And so she works her ass off to get there. Mm-hmm. And she's having this informational interview, um, and she's like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. So she asks her friend Mara, so Mara's when one of the other books. Right. Um she asks her friend Mara, like, do, do you know anyone? And she's like, oh, yeah, I think my cousin works for NASA. Um, and her cousin is Ian. Yeah. Um, so they meet up for, uh, like, this informational interview, and it goes super well. They hit it off really quickly. Um, at one point, they go back to his office to, um, like, read the code that he's writing because she's like oh let me like be it's called like rubber ducking because you explain your code to a rubber duck and um in that way you sometimes find where you've gone wrong in your code um so she's like i'll be your rubber duck like let's just go and whatever and then um they have like this moment together Mm. where She's like, let's go back to your place. And he says, well, I want to go to dinner with you first. Like, I want to kind of date you. Mm. And she's like, I don't date. (laughs) So we're not going to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And then fast forward, she's now at NASA. Um, First day there, she runs into Ian again. Mm -hmm. They have an instant, like, connection where he's like, I'm so excited that you actually got here. Mm. Like, this is so cool. Ian's now like on the up and ups in um, NASA. So he's like one of the directors kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have like a falling out because he uh, denies her appeal or her application for something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it gets funded anyway. But he's like mad about the fact that it got funded anyway because his thing was that it was too dangerous. But the person who told her that he had denied it told her it was because... Um, he didn't think she was, like, smart enough. Oh. So, that, in that way, it was, like, a little miscommunication where he's, like, this is super dangerous to do this. Like, I don't want you going and dying. Mm. Um, but she thinks that he's saying, you're not smart enough to do this. Um, and then she uh, goes on this mission to, it's called Amaze, mm. um, which is, it's the um, Mars... Uh, I can't remember what the actual words stand for, but basically, um, in Norway, they have this big spot in, like, the tundra where it's um, very similar to the, like, Mars um, surface. So, like, um, they do a lot of their... This is an actual real thing where they they do a lot of, um, like, training training Mm. and preparation and scientific experiments, and it's, like, at this spot called a maze. Okay. Um, and so she's up there doing this project and she falls into a crevasse and is like stuck and they tell her, NASA tells her like, we can't, it's a big storm. We can't get out to you until tomorrow. So like, do you think you're going to be okay until we can get to you? And she's like, maybe. (laughs) They're like, we can't get to you. Are you going to be okay? Well, I feel like I have no choice. And it's like, well, you aren't coming out. So I guess I have to be. Um, And then she gets a a call on her sat phone from Ian. And he's like, I'm coming to you. Mm. And so he actually goes out in the middle of this, like, storm to go get her. 
Um, and then come to find out that he has actually taken vacation for the first time in his career to go be close to her in Norway, just in case something happened to her. Um, and then obviously they get together and it's beautiful. Nice. But they're just, these are so good. I, I've loved everything that Ali Hazelwood has put out. So yeah. 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 That's I uh, cool. can't believe they're so, like... An Italian neuroscientist. <laughs> neuroscientist. Just, yeah. like, casually also... Or, sorry, Italian neuroscience professor. Professor. And casually also just writing novels in their spare time, right. I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so... I feel like, what's my excuse? <laughs> because writing books are so oh, hard. I know. Getting it from your brain to a page. page like, um... I've been feeling very much like, oh, this is like the dumbest thing I've ever written. Oh, like, just very much like, why am I even attempting to write this story? I can't wait to read your story. I'm having a lot of doubts about it now. Where I'm like, is it even like a story? Yes. I don't know. Yes, so. yes, it is. It just is feeling things. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, those are the books that I read and there's a couple that I'm have at home right now that I'm really excited for. Mm -hmm. One is called, uh, Astrid Parker doesn't, I don't know. It's, um, Delilah Green doesn't care, but like the second oh, right. book. Um, and then, I don't know. I have another one. <laughs> um, but that one I'm really excited for. Yeah. Ooh. The Lila. I was like, what are the two that I have right now? I can look on the library. Green. Okay. Uh, Ashley Herring Blake is the author. <clears throat> and what book is it? I'm trying to find. Okay. Astrid Parker doesn't fall or doesn't fail. Sorry. Oh. Is the actual. Okay. Um, but yeah, very, mm. very good. Ashley Herring Blake writes a bunch of um, like nine to 12 like middle grade books okay and has recently started writing adult romance they're very good so mm, nice yeah what are what are the ones um, that you have so i have two. Oh my god i've heard so many things about um the gwendy's gwendy's book. button box oh because yeah, it's so it's written by stephen king and richard chismar sure kismar kismar c-h-i-z-m-a-r i have no idea um, Keys bar? Yeah, I don't know. So, Gwendy's Button Box, and then Patricide by Joyce Carol Oates. Ooh, Joyce mm -hmm. Carol Oates. Big mm -hmm. name. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I have six days remaining on both of them. I have not opened them. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully, I can renew them. Should be fine. Probably. Um, yeah, and then I have a an ebook called The 30-Day Money Cleanse, and... Oh, I also yeah. checked out Finance for the People um, because as much as I think that I know about money and like, sure, I saved for my first house in two years yeah. living at my parents' house. Like, people have always been like, you're so good with money. I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. And so a lot of times, yeah, I just feel really out of sorts and... I'm I'm very stressed by money. Yes, I don't same. like thinking about it. I don't. No. I just which is understandable, but I feel like if I try to understand it better, mm -hmm. hopefully my and the fear of yeah. it will like go away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my goal, and it's been my goal since 2020 is to try and figure out like finances and like 
whether budgets are like a thing that'll work because I'm very much a like I don't like restrictions on things yeah it's just, it makes it really hard yeah and yeah. so budgets in the same way that like diets feel like restrictive budgets also feel restrictive yeah yeah but that doesn't mean that it's not like a good tool I just yeah. don't know if it's like for me right yeah and I mean there are different kinds of budgets like, yeah there's, there's like this one called the 50 30 20 budget yeah. where 50 percent of your net income goes towards like like your housing and stuff like that and your bills and whatever yeah and then 30 percent like, goes towards your savings wants. investments no 20 percent oh, goes okay. towards your debts and then once your debts are paid off then yeah savings yeah um but 30 percent is just like fun money essentially yeah i think i could be wrong yeah yeah that could be like there's a groceries and stuff and like that, i think but... that's another thing that like really freaks me out is that there's so many different options mm. for budgeting that it makes it feel like overwhelming overwhelming right. that there's yeah. so many choices right. and it's like there really isn't a right one and a wrong one it's, it's just, just finding what, it, what one... works for you exactly yeah, yeah. and so like we don't we don't really do a budget. It's just every month we reconcile our what we've spent yeah. so that we can see, like, because um, now you did the that month. Yeah, or, not yeah. like how you did, but, but like, like what where, happened that yeah, month? Yeah, what where happened did that money month? go? Right. Yeah. And so neither of us have really predictable incomes. Like mm-hmm. mine is more predictable than his, but yeah, it still could go up and down yeah it still fluctuates. yeah it still fluctuates I almost so, fluctuates. I thought you were going to <laughs> yeah I thought you were gonna say still fucked and I was like yeah it can it's, still be yeah <laughs> um and so so yeah so I have to do that um but it's good for us because like then like the sheet that we use we get each page is like a month but then it all feeds into this year page on the front and so right. we can see over the course of the year like what we yeah and it's cool because like you can put like what you plan to make versus what you actually made and Mm -hmm. then what you plan to spend versus what you actually did you like find this or did you make it um it's a google template okay um and the the google template is a month but we kind of played with it so that we um well and by i say we we did our friend melissa did yeah (laughs) so we had her essentially like copy it so that there were 12 months but then adjust it so that they would feed Feed into into this one year sheet um i don't know how to do that um and so now that we have that template done we're just gonna duplicate it clear it and use it for this year kind of thing um but um it was very eye-opening very eye-opening because like you know based on the income that we made i'm just like i don't feel like like we're at that income level no or like yeah no. but then you know to find out that we spent seven thousand dollars on like on eating takeout. out yeah and that's coffee that's stopping for our breakfast sandwich that's mm-hmm. dinners like that's any time that we ate something that was not prepared that you at didn't home like or that wasn't groceries because groceries has its own section yeah um and i think we spent the same amount on groceries as we did on takeout and i'm just like great fuck yeah we've done that before where we were like oh wow we spend a lot of time like taking out mm-hmm. like buying takeout that kind of thing um we were thinking about it because <laughs> we were trying to make a realistic budget and i'm like realistically yeah. We don't want to cook every meal. Like, realistically, we don't want to eat in all of the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, but 
we don't need to eat out all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so it's finding that, like... like that nice some, balance. Yeah. That, that, like, moderation. Right. Like, some of the recipes yeah. that we make, we make double so that there's leftovers. Yeah. And, um, and stuff like that. And so, you know... We're not, like, leftovers people. I've talked hmm. about this before. Where, yeah. like, um, I just have such weird feelings about leftovers and like I tend not to eat them the very next day and then it's like mm. four days later and I'm thinking to myself oh, oh I should have eaten that. I should have eaten this yeah. because now I have to throw it out yeah. and then so we wasted a lot of food one year and we were just like we don't we we're not mm. leftovers people like right. if we're going to we're not like I tried to meal prep for a while mm-hmm. and I just by day three like hated whatever I was right. eating and it's like it's just not for me I need it to be New every day. New every day. Yeah. Which is yeah. hard because then you feel like you have to cook every day. Yeah. Or, you know, even having like, you know, like the cans of tuna and just, yeah, you know, just taking something quick. But like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. This whole thing where it's like every day you have to think about what you're going to eat and then three meals of make a day it. I know. and then you have to make it. And yeah. then <laughs> it's just like, yeah, those perpetual care tasks, perpetual chores, like laundry and dishes and eating. But, and like, like, laundry doesn't feel so bad because you're not doing it every day. Yeah. Dishes can get overwhelming. Because you kind of need over- to do them every yeah. day. And, like, cooking gets overwhelming because yeah. you have to do it three times a day every day. Yeah. And, like, maybe you're not cooking every meal. Like, maybe one meal is cereal, so it's not, it's you know. Yeah, it's very minimal <clears throat> effort. But it still it still takes a lot of brain. Yeah. Yeah. And I do a lot of the like planning, like mm-hmm. the the background like work yeah. to to do that where yeah. I plan what we buy and I know how much we spend on groceries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And it's just like sometimes too much. Yeah. Especially in the last month, like December. It was just like too much to think about mm-hmm. when I was already exhausted. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This feels like this a feels nice a good, yeah. stopping point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can find us on all major listening platforms. Um, thank you for listening, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can find us in Instagram. our social medias. Yeah. Yeah. At books and bisexuals. Mm-hmm. At Nikki.Rose.Martin. At BLS underscore poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, we're happy to be back. Yeah. As tired as I was this morning when we started, I'm my you know, yeah. uh, mentally I'm feeling better. Yeah. So this was good. Yeah. This was needed. Um, so yeah, so we'll be back. Um, you'll hear this on Friday, but we'll probably post on our socials within the next day or two to that let you know there's back. a new episode coming. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, I know one, we, of, one of my friends reached out. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't say anything last week. We just kind of like left. The it. week just got away oh, from both of us. I'm not gonna lie because I on like on Monday I was like I'm not feeling great, but maybe let's do something later. Yeah, and and then it just like never yeah. happened. Well, because like Tuesday was my busy teaching day, and mm-hmm. I felt better Tuesday, but then Wednesday I woke up because you like worked so garbage. hard on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Thursday I don't. I might have told you Thursday I did background for. Uh, this hour has 22 minutes and so I was there on Thursday and then taught Thursday evening and then Friday I had a bunch of appointments and so it was just like the whole week kind of just and then catching up on the things that I hadn't gotten done through the two um, weeks of yeah, like, and, and so like even when I messaged you yesterday, I felt so guilty. I was like, she's gonna <laughs> think I don't care. No, honestly, Ugh. like I 
just was just having a, a week where I was so tired from the month before yeah. and just like yeah like we barely even talked last week yeah <laughs> like I really just needed to like shut down and do nothing yeah I've been playing this um escape game like game they're called adventure escape mysteries oh, on your phone yeah nice they've been really fun <laughs> it, but you only get one life every two and a half hours and they only give you like two lives before your lives are full oh. so like <laughs> it takes a while because you need like mm-hmm. a key to open every level right. and everything has like eight to ten levels so oh it takes like God. a while to get through them but right. it's been fun yeah yeah shuts your brain off a little bit from yeah. like other things yeah yeah. 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 Nice. Um, cool. Yeah. So we will see you next week, provided yes. nothing goes yeah. wrong, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.